Thank you for listening to the Bread and Biscuit Podcast. This podcast is best listened to with headphones or in the car for best listening experience. We're going to dive deep into the vastness of our imagination, relying on our complicated network of neural circuits to see how exactly we react to audio cues such as language and music. This is Bread and Biscuit. to the B&B. So ecstatic that you are here. Yep. I'm Bread. I'm Biscuit. And uh, if you're a reoccurring guest, please stop, go leave a review, um, and then come back and finish the rest of the episode. See? You got time, so just skirt, pause, and go. You know? Yes. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, stop what you're doing. And go follow us on social media. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, step two, <laughs> step seriously. one, review step two, social media. Um, we got a pretty awesome episode uh, in store for everyone today. I'd like to think so. Um, it's something I think we've kind of thrown out since like day one of the podcast as a topic. Yeah. Um, but we're kind of just now getting around to it. Uh, this, this idea of sound and um, different things that we process uh, in the brain uh, yeah. through the ears, um, whether that be music, uh, a tree falling in the woods and nobody mm. hearing it, um, or language, uh, just everyday words, yeah. or and then just like natural sounds like birds singing, crickets chirping, wind. <coughs> Did you hear that? I think I heard it, but why did I hear it? What actually made me hear it? Who? Did you hear that? <laughs> Are you an owl? Was that an owl? Where am I? <laughs> Are we in the woods? It's so dark. <laughs> um, I know as we were kind of talking about this topic, you were uh, really thinking about the musical aspect of it and uh, the different um, things that you experience musically. Uh through the ear canal. Um, you got you got a book there. What, what book is that? I do. It's a, it's called This Is Your Brain on Music by Daniel J. Levitin. I've read it a few times, mostly on like airplanes and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just how the brain reacts and responds and deals with music and talks about language and stuff a little bit as well. It's freaking super interesting. And with sound we're talking about, there's so many ways you could go, but you know, my mind usually goes to music. So yeah. How about, uh, I read a little, little, little section perhaps. I would a little, love to hear a little, little information. Yeah. What you got? Are you ready for it? Yep. Well, let me uh, quickly turn to page 86. If you have your books, you can turn to page 86. I'm there. <laughs> you have this book too? Mm-hmm.
Perhaps the ultimate illusion in music is the illusion of structure and form. There is nothing in a sequence of notes themselves that creates the rich emotional associations we have with music. Nothing about a scale, a chord, or a chord sequence that intrinsically causes us to expect a resolution. Nice. Quotastic. Quotastic. Illusions in music. What does it mean? You know, if you play uh, Dark Side of the Moon with Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. you sync it up, play them at the same time, the whole album and the whole movie, it like syncs up perfectly. Is that one of the ones that there's like a hidden message in it backwards too? No, I'm pretty sure. Or is that a bunch of other stuff? That's like Beatles stuff. Yeah, there's some Beatles stuff. Most of it's been debunked, but it's crazy anyways. But that paragraph is talking about how music itself, like there's nothing in the music that like will cause emotional reactions, but we all enjoy music one way or the other. It's like a universal language. And like I could listen to... Green Day hmm. and just become unhappy. I just don't like Green Day. But That's fair. Do you like Green Day? I mean, yeah, a little bit. So you could listen to the same song and you'd be like, I kind of like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a Green Day fan. Yeah. But I, I don't, I wouldn't mind it. I'm yeah. that way with country music. Like if I oh, legit same. hear like country music, I, I get depressed. Like yeah. I feel get bad about my self in life but listeners if you listen to country music and love it that's just another example to you yeah i just probably won't be hanging out with you mm-hmm, that's fair while listening to country music outside of that I, yes. I could hang out with you i'm sure we can find common ground on some band or artist that we all like but you start playing that devil music i'm out i'm out yeah i will turn this car around <laughs> if, or change the radio station yeah, music, we just, we all hear it. We have different emotional responses and it's all based on like the history we have. It's strange how like different frequencies and pitches and tones resonate with memories and other senses and how it all kind of bleeds together. But like just this little vibration in your eardrum, just boom, smarks, smarks, sparks, (laughs) uh, like all these different memories, maybe even like a um, a smell or a, yeah. a taste, if you will. I guess is somewhat smell, but just an experience. Yeah, in one of our other episodes, we were talking about nostalgia mm-hmm. and our own experiences. Like Gorilla's first album for me, it reminds me of my bedroom in high school in Tarakan in '64. Yeah, and like just the first part of the triggers. You know, Tomorrow comes today. Yeah which is like a, a drum and a snare. Mm. And right away I'm transported back. Music just does crazy stuff. crazy to me how like 
what we're saying with the vibrations and just those specific vibrations carry, you know, different memories uh, with songs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with like language, Uh, like how one word is really just a vibration in your ear. uh, But that word then gets processed and translated through the brain. And now you understand concepts. And so like just these like it's almost like Morse code. Like the little, you know, like all these things that just seem very black and white on the surface, but your brain translates it to meaning, uh, you know, everything in between. Yeah. And everything and nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And you hear one word and it can mean something slightly different and you've heard it throughout your life Mm -hmm. and you form what that word means could be based on the dictionary but it could be based on every time you've heard it and what you read into like if it's sarcastic or if it's used normally and all that stuff just the string of stuff together your mind's like this makes sense yeah because of vibration in my eardrum and it makes sense why we have so many different languages like people just communicating through different i mean through different sounds yeah i mean really is all it is and just the collection of those sounds which formulates ideas, thoughts, and creativity. It's bizarre. Language. I was. I wanted to do an episode on the art of language. Yeah. So that, that kind. Of, we were talking about that. That kind of sparked this idea. We just went a little different direction. Yeah, so maybe just, stay tuned for the art of language in the future. Part two, sub series. Yes. The spinoff series. Nice. Now listen with Biscuit. Thanks, man. So, um, I like music. And uh, we've done this segment before, so we're going to highlight some artists that we're currently listening to, some some people we jam to, vibe to, what have you. Uh, so the artist I want to highlight today is John Lucas. He, um, let's see, if you like people like, I don't know, Josh Garrels, Damian Rice... Right Away, Great Captain, Sleeping at Last. Maybe if you recognize any of those, that'd be sweet. But he's a folk singer-songwriter, relatively new. uh, And I found him about a month, month and a half ago, and I just can't stop listening to him. Even still, he's got some really, like, stripped-down guitar, like acoustic guitar stuff. Uh, He's got some stuff that has some orchestra elements to it. Hmm. but just the way he writes is very, I mean, I don't want to use cliche word like raw, but like when it comes to lyrics, which are pretty important to me and I imagine to everybody, he just has a deep uh, sense of personal, personalness feeling in his lyrics. I don't know. You should just check him out. John Lucas. He's pretty awesome. He's on all your streaming platforms. So Let's give him a sample. Mine eyes have 
That was good. That was good. What about you, Brad? What are you listening to? Well, um, I'm kind of been really on the Discover Weekly playlist um, mm, on the Spotify. Best. They've been killing it the past couple of weeks. Nice. Um, so whatever I'm listening to must must be striking a chord with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's been a couple of good ones that I'll just kind of throw out. Uh, Growing Pains by Manatee uh, Commune. Um, you got Soft Spoken by Naya Izumi. That was really good. Uh, but kind of a longtime favorite of mine, uh, The Local Natives. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of. Um, and kind of hipsters all around uh, unite with Local Natives. Uh, their new album's good. Uh, when Am I Gonna Lose You is uh, just a gym. Mega 10 Mile, great song. Uh, but actually their 2016 album, Sunlit Youth, uh, honestly front to back, just, just a bop, amazing album. Yeah. Um, his voice and his, I feel like his range is just really good. I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's a good, uh, summer car driving, uh, album and Mm. those are my jams. Nice. Let's uh let's listen to a little bit of it. Yeah, hey, uh this is my probably my favorite song uh, on the album. also like him yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's pretty decent thanks for listening to now listening go uh, check out some of those artists everybody um hope you enjoyed that little uh commercial break if you will uh so we were kind of talking about just uh sounds and how uh we interpret those sounds and, and some of the different things that we do interpret such as language and music um but just like the overall science and anatomy of the ear slash sound things that we hear um kind of blows my mind and the ear has a lot to do with uh a lot of different aspects of our body oh yeah um and even just like hearing things i mean we were kind of talking about how 
different uh, frequencies and stuff can just strike a chord, more or less, of a pun, <laughs> nice. and uh, hit a memory that um, you had locked away in the vault, or even just like talking about garlic or kicking a ball in a kickball in gym class. Mm. You know, you can like, you start to hear it, you start to smell it, you start to uh, be there, you know, and just from hearing the words that I'm saying. Yeah. And it, I think that's, it, words can transport you. And I think that's why people say, you know, they get lost in books. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you're hearing that inner dialogue voice in your head, unless you don't have it, and then you're SOL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you reading that page in a book where something different happens and you've already formed all the visual imagery just because of what you relate those words to. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. The science behind all of it's bonkers. It's like the two areas in your brain. Uh, I'm going to totally butcher this, but Broca? Bro Broca? Broca, Broca, Broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> the Broca area uh, associated with speech and production and articulation. And uh, the Wernickel, I think, was the other area. Wernix. Uh, Wernix. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's no L in there. <laughs> Wernickel. Nickel. Uh, associated with comprehension. Um, so I've, those two working together uh, are kind of what are breaking down the code of all these frequencies yeah. coming in. So, yeah, you have those two just little parts of the brain. You know, you're talking about Broca's and Wernick's area, talking about language development and comprehension and all that stuff. But even in the ear, you have the cochlea and like the vestibular system, which affects your balance. Hmm. And, you know, somebody listening right now has experienced dizziness or vertigo at some point, whether you were in a swing and you rotated a bunch and then let yourself go, or you went to the carnival and oh, no. <laughs> I'm going down. you know, like at six flags that you get in that circular room and you stand on the wall and it oh, spins yeah. and the, the floor drops out. Gravitron 3000. Oh man. That's just crazy. Your face is like melting before you. <laughs> and then you try to like lift an arm up and you accidentally hit yourself in the face. <laughs> But that's, uh, you don't really see a lot because you're staring at the same person, but because the parts of your ear that are vibrating or trying to reorient yourself, you lose balance because of these tiny little bones and stuff in your ear. So even how you listen to things can affect like your sense of balance and your sense of sight. It's amazing how delicate we are. Delicate. And yet how <laughs> crazy we are as humans. The uh, Broca's area associated with speech and production and uh, articulation. And then you got uh, Wernick's uh, area associated with comprehension. It makes me wonder, like, bilingual people, like, how do you have to, like, subconsciously suppress uh, your second language in order to comprehend and understand and articulate one language? That's a very good question. Uh, does it, if anybody knows a neuroscientist, can you answer that for us in the, in the comments? <laughs> We're waiting for your answer. Yeah. 
But yeah, man, just how the history of neural connections in your brains has formed also, you know, deals with how you process language. And, you know, if you're learning a new language, how quick you learn it, or if you are bilingual, that switch that flips when you're listening to one and responding in a different language or stuff like that. It all depends on how these billions and billions of little tiny things in your brain are connected to each other. I was uh, just reading something on CNN Health mm. where it was saying sign our neurologists have uh, some success with technology and one device specifically can eavesdrop on your inner voice as you read in your head. What? And there's another one that lets you control a cursor with your mind. What? Um, yeah. And that first one, though, eavesdrop on the inner voice. Like, that is weird. So can it record it? I don't know. Like, I feel like if it's if it's listening to it, they should be able to there produce should, it somehow. Well, I wonder, if, I mean, they're a neurologist, so I wonder if it's like not so much an audible yeah. recording as it is like uh, a, a roadmap of like logical thoughts. Like, okay, we're in the oh. frontal cortex and now we're here as yeah. he's reading because he's like using different parts of his brain. And then through that, they can kind of map like what oh. kind of sentence you're reading or something. Yeah. So those broke his warnings. It's like mm -hmm. there's activity there because it's uh, comprehending that speech and then it's triggering like your memory areas because you're remembering something and also the part of your brain that forms visual imagery and it's kind of seeing what words and sentences react different parts. That'd be pretty sweet. I want to do that. Hmm. Read like a, I don't know, a book. I can set you up to, a, read a, book. to a machine. Uh, no promises it'll do anything. You got one? Ready? I have a time machine. Oh, all right. Let's, uh, let's do that after this and then we can talk about our experience in another podcast. All right. I'm ready. I'll do it. I'll have to find the crystals. Okay. We can, we can explore that later. Hold on. I almost forgot the crystals.
We hope you've enjoyed the dojo of experience. Goodbye. So our mind definitely reacts to sounds of all different types and frequencies and language and music and instruments in a ton of different ways. And we, you know, remember different things uh, because of certain songs. All languages are different, use different parts of the the mouth and the brain and the mind and everything. And it's just a huge, crazy world up there that we live in in our head when it comes to hearing. Hope you learn a little bit. Um, I don't know. Go listen to something that makes you happy. Or, uh, you know, figure out why you use the words you use. Form your language. It'd be great if you guys left a review as well. And we will read those words with our own inner mind. Uh, and extrapolate the words that you meant and hopefully get the same meaning because we don't know. We may not. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude, anyways, we'd love to hear it Mm -hmm. in our inner mind. Thank you for listening. If you would like to contribute to the Bread and Biscuit podcast, head over to our Anchor website to make a donation. Any amount is greatly appreciated and allows us to do what we do with only better audio quality and sound effects. Go to anchor.com slash bread and biscuit podcast to contribute.